I don't know. It's a later podcast. It's a small podcast? I don't know, man. Do you know, man? I know, man. Do you know? I don't know, man. Don't know, man? Is that a superhero? I don't know, man. Well, I was going to say just don't know, man. Drop the I. (laughs) Don't know, man. He doesn't remember. (laughs) What a absolutely useless superhero but that would be funny oh i'm sure we could make that a whole community question its own superheroes that didn't make the cut (laughs) (laughs) yeah something like that something like that Welcome to a Battle Science Podcast, a the, what, tournament? Welcome to the Battle Science Podcast, or no, that's not funny. what is it? I don't know, um, <laughs> a Pokemon Go PvP podcast where we talk about uh, the Pokemon Go PvP, Go Battle League, Silk League, and everything that relates to it. This episode is for May 17th, as we are recording it, uh, 2022. I am one of your hosts, Stephen, a.k.a. A Boy in the Woods, joined, as always, by Jesse, a.k.a. Rocket M&J. Good evening. Uh, we're recording a little bit later in the evening because of Magikarp uh, Spotlight Hour. We actually went out around town to catch stuff because it was eh, just about worth it as far as catches and all of that stuff uh i mean to be fair this was our first nice day in what five days yes it has been rain <laughs> um non-stop it, we we almost built an arc yes uh <laughs> western washington has had more rain more rain uh till up until like two days ago than the last time it had this much rain it didn't we didn't get this much rain until august of last year I don't think it was last year. No? No, I think it was like just record. Oh, wow. I'd have to pull up the the uh, news article from it. Um, but we've had an incredibly moist uh, fall or spring, technically. Technically, it's spring. Um, who are we? I already said who we are. Oh, I'm slow. Sorry. Yes. it's it's We're a l- recording a little bit later, and I have started my new job, so I am also tired. Uh, so this might be semi low energy or otherwise known as NPR time. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Where it's <laughs> quite chill and we talk. I'll, I'll bring the energy up once we get on certain topics. I don't think we need to bring the energy up. I think we can kind of just have a chill episode. Yeah. I think we can kind of just hang. Um, before we get into the very few things that, uh, we will be discussing, uh, I want to shout out the wonderful people that uh, go went have have the, 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 have gone over to 
patreon.com slash battle science and backed us at five dollar tiers or more to become patreon podcast producers aka triple p's p's p p cubed um <laughs> p cubed p cubed watch that be the next emote p cubed i mean i can do that but, but we don't make emotes you're uh, like I could. watch that be the next emotes and you're like never happens it's not gonna happen. no, <laughs> nobody subscribes to us so why would we need twitch emotes um well people subscribe to us but we don't ever know what to do with it yeah because we don't stream often enough um but we appreciate you yeah um don't expect much on the twitch side yeah uh not until we get back to tournaments yeah and boy are we getting back to them um uh, but the patreon podcast producers dolphin 93 james aka jimmy bow aka jim is him Winston the Champ, Evo Stevo, and Jamar. Thank you to you five wonderful people. Um, something spawned off my incense. It's a gold dean. I don't even know what a shiny gold dean looks like. You've said it's more orange. It's but more like, like cream. I, I, I Just take my word for it. <laughs> I can't imagine it. Um, if I find one, I'll show you. How's that? Okay. I'll, I'll look it up at some point, but it's like so low on my list of like, eh, it's something. It exists, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> Probably it's not. It's not the worst shiny. Why well, it could be. I mean, yeah. Um, Don't worry. Uh, Cherim. Cherim and Cheruby. Those are pretty bad. Cherim. Those are. Those are bad. I'm shaking my head. I'm nodding my head. It's bad. Um, You can become like our Patreon podcast. Podcast Patreon. Triple P's. You can become like a triple piece going over to patreon.com slash battle science backing us at $5 tier or more. Uh, you also get access to the battle science after dark podcast, which I will record next week for May. As long as nothing's happening. Is something happening? I'll have to look at the calendar. Oh, um, yes. The battle science after dark podcast, which is a Patreon exclusive podcast where we talk about absolutely whatever strikes our fancy while swearing um profusely well hmm. we could always swear more <laughs> i would say tasteful swearing um but the topics are whatever we want to talk about it doesn't have to be pokemon go related mm-hmm. uh we've done everything from history and gaming what our favorite like board games card games are uh we even one time did a crazy m&m taste test analysis we 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 ranked we tasted and ranked m&ms um that's such a broad periscope yes me. yeah um <laughs> we should do something weird next week okay uh, we'll brainstorm on it okay maybe like a pack opening maybe because we do have what two weeks until the pokemon go themed uh tcg cards come out I mean, we, we should, should also, or no, that's another month away. We should just go to a card shop and buy one pack of all of the card games that they have available and then rank the experience of opening a Magic uh, magic pack, Pokemon pack, a Yu-Gi-Oh pack, a Duel Masters pack, or whatever in the world they have. Because <laughs> who knows? There's probably some weird... Oh, they'll probably have um, Cards Against Humanity boosters. That's right. Those are a thing. We should just get a a booster pack from every game they have a, a tcg <laughs> available <laughs> no bro they got a digimon booster pack no <laughs> i don't know we should do something fun 
Um, for our awesome Patreons. Yeah. Uh, you can also back us at a dollar tier more and get access to the Battle Science After Dark podcast every month. As well as the podcast early, a couple days early. So, Because uh, we normally record Tuesdays, mm-hmm. and then the podcast goes up for free everyone on Friday. But if you're an awesome Patreon supporter, you get it the next day. Yes. We record on Tuesday, you get it Wednesday. Or if we record on Wednesday, you get it Thursday. You'll get it before other people in a sweet, slick audio format. And then the $5 tier is the one that gets their names read off on the show, right? Yes. Become a triple P. Uh, I want to check one quick tiny thing. I think we're still... Are we still set? Oh, yeah. We're still over 100 subscribers on YouTube, which is sick. It's nice. And why is that important, Stephen? Because uh, you can go over to youtube.com slash C slash Battle Science uh, and check out our YouTube page uh, where we have the video format of the podcast up as well as previous tournament streams uh, and other stuff. Um, should I put the watch along of the PvP tournament up? That was a long one. Yeah. Maybe the first half. Yeah. Yeah, because I think that works. The only downside is I don't think... Did we put the video from the tournament up? Or was it Sans video format? I'm not sure. Peek. Let me see. And the one Steven was referencing is it was the... Indianapolis. Indianapolis Regionals Tournament for the Pokemon Go uh, tournament held by the po- Play Pokemon Company. Which we'll talk a little bit about later. View large icons. Go down to the bottom. Yes, yes, we did. Good. Okay, because if we didn't have uh a, the video on screen as well, I would say, nah, don't. Because without that visual aid, you'd have to sync up the tournament and us talking, and that'd be a nightmare. And I don't wish that upon anybody. So, do you just have the mega video looping? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have the no. It's the it's the homepage. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's Pokemon uh PokemonGoLive.com homepage. Okay. Which is pretty sick, I will say. So it, it gives something. I don't know if that's everything. Um GoFest, we'll talk more about it, but uh we'll be in Seattle all three days? Or at least for a portion of all three days. Uh so we're planning on heading down Friday evening. Friday afternoon, evening, heading down there because um, you get off work later than I do. I could get off at 2.30. Oh. Do you just stay late? Hmm? Do you just stay late? So we work uh, our 40 hours Monday through Thursday. Uh-huh. Friday, we just do 10 hours because I could just do eight. Mm, okay. Because I was like, you, I get in at 6.30 and leave at 3.00. Yeah, you're, you get uh, you start after and leave before. Weird. I, I work 10-hour days. Huh. That's bizarre. <laughs> We're that busy. Huh. Um, I was going to say, I was like, because I drive by your house to get to work. I yeah, could, like, and you honk, also... I could honk my horn, and, you, but you're not home. You're also not driving as far. No, no, I'm not. It's a six-minute drive. I love it. Mine's only 12. Yeah. I mean, you take the freeway. I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. I could theoretically bike, but it's uphill. 
and I would work be, them calves. I even. would be w- biking, working those calves, and then walking around all day, twelve to fifteen hundred, uh, or twelve to fifteen thousand steps after the fact. Uh, Stephen doesn't miss leg day, is what it sounds like. <sighs> God, uh, it's Tuesday. And I am at 22 kilometers already. This is before a dog walk. I will surpass 25 kilometers in two days. I will reach half of my goal in two out of seven days in a week. I I applaud King. I like no shade on King. He's getting those that distance in. He was you know, you know, trying to make it past 50 uh, 50 kilometers. But right now, bruh. Bro, I got you beat. That's <laughs> the only thing I've got him beat on. That Christmas oof. <laughs> You'll lose that Christmas gut in no time. No, I won't. <laughs> no, I won't. Um, yes, we'll be at uh, the Seattle Go Fest all three days. I mean, theoretically speaking, it's in Seattle Center because actually, do we? They haven't announced anything. They haven't yet. announced anything, but theoret or supposedly they've already reserved a portion of Seattle center for their own events. So asterisk Seattle. Yes. In, well, it's, it is Seattle, but the question is, is it Seattle center or is it somewhere else? Yeah. Cause like we, I think once we get into the discussion about that, we can go into a little bit more. Um, we'll be there. Come say hi. Uh, tweet at us, uh, pop in the discord. Let us know. Um, DM email, Battlescience.podcast at gmail.com if you want to hang out. Uh, If you have trades you want to do, if there's something you want to see, that kind of stuff. trying to think if we should, like, is there, like, a local candy shop or something we should, like, get something? The only thing I can think of would be to bring uh, North Bend Bakery donuts because those are delicious. But like the next busi- the next bi- biggest thing that I can think of that is Seattle is Starbucks and that's everywhere. Yeah, everyone has access yeah, to Starbucks. Yeah, you won't have a problem finding a Starbucks in Seattle. No, I mean you won't have a problem finding a Starbucks anywhere. So I don't know. Well, let's let's get into this. Uh, oh, I don't have my button prepped, and I didn't start the timer either. Oops. Okay. Giddy up now. This is the news roundup. Oh, thanks, Don. Okay, cool. Alrighty, let's get into what little news we have for this episode. Um, this. episode is in a no man's land between about halfway a little more than halfway through the water event yep do we know what event's coming up next we do not Uh, have they said they've said it's the ending of season alola the season of alola yeah some sort of alolan send-off thing yeah but they haven't disclosed like spawns or anything we do know that the four legendary uh deities will be in raids that's about it. The fairies. Yeah. Uh, May 4th. 
No, May 11th, 25th. Yeah, we'll, we'll have probably seal. get like classic for us. They'll probably announce it tomorrow. Yeah, that would. Yeah, <laughs> that's part of the course. Yeah, that would happen. <laughs> um, I would be a bummer. Let's see upcoming events. Alola to Alola, Wednesday, May 25th to Tuesday, May 31st. So that's still a week away. Yeah. Um, so we'll have probably a couple of days because this event, the Water Festival, ends on Friday. Yes. Or Thursday night, I think. Um, no, you're right, Friday night. Uh, so then we'll have roughly three to four days where nothing will be happening. Yes. So Saturday, Sunday. Monday, Monday Tuesday. Tuesday. So Wednesday to next tuesday or to the tuesday after so when we record the next podcast we'll actually when we record the next podcast we'll have more information on to the next season true hopefully um, because that will be the final day of the season of alola yeah so cool um yeah we're in a no man's land where we just don't have more information um we should we'll get more information as far as the next event prop i mean as soon as potentially tomorrow yeah um, which if you want to hop in the discord or follow us on Twitter, we'll share that stuff. Um, we'll share the infographics. We'll share the, the news posts from the Pokemon go blog. Um, let's see the current Sylph meta will probably, uh, it'll still be going. It'll still be going, but the current Sylph meta the next self-meta, I should say. The last self-meta. Yes. Before we hit into regionals and such. Um, will be popping off. That'll honestly be announced. Today's the 17th. Uh, I think previously. We'll probably get like the teaser soon trademark logo here next week. I mean, we could honestly get it tonight. <laughs> it wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past them. But so when I say last, I mean this will be the next month will be the last tournament of the season it will it will be the last built meta yeah because next month is going to be uh regionals and then the month after the two months after will be um continentals and worlds yep so uh, that's that's happening that's if you're playing in the self arena yep um gbl is in their off season still, which will end along with the Alola season. Oh God, next episode's gonna be packed. Oh my god. <laughs> next episode the next episode's going to have the new season. New season. New season of GBL. The next meta for Sylph. The the final meta for the season of Sylph. Um probably more information about Seattle Go Fest. I hope tickets so. will be will have been on sale. Um, oh, also on that note, we are planning to do Sunday. Yes, yes, we will be getting tickets for Sunday. Um, we'll be in downtown Seattle, just hanging out, um, taking up space, um, <laughs> breathing your air, breathing the air. <laughs> um, but um, we will be doing our GoFix experience on Sunday. Yes, we will have our paid tickets for Sunday. Um, I don't know if it's open. I don't know why. Part of me is just like trying to think of a challenge. If if X amount of people recognize it or whatever, uh, since the Climate Pledge Arena is right there, 
I'll go get a Kraken jersey with a boy in the woods on it or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm willing to spend the money. <laughs> I'm terrible. What a what a uh, my money. Take it. Take it away. Um. Event stuff, all of that. We're in. We're in. We're in. No ma- no we're ma- in the moist event. We, realistically, like, if I didn't think, I, I, we haven't missed an episode, a scheduled episode, since we started. Two years. Two plus years ago. Um. Considering we started before the pandemic, we started in like June, June. July of. So we're coming up on three years. Year. Yes. Yes. I don't yeah. Know. I go back and look at dates. I think um, someone. I think it was Jamar had told us. You know, you guys are coming up on three years, right? Oh. Um, <laughs> three years of the podcast. Yes. Uh, four years or so of PvP doing PvP and streams and stuff because we started that first self month that that first self meta. So, um, um. The boulder. I didn't want to miss an episode, but realistically, if there was ever a time where we're just like, no episode, this would have been it. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's just not. A, I mean, we've got a couple fun announcements to go over tonight, but mm-hmm. nothing uh, game new specifically. Yep. This is all on the outside of the game. Um, do we want to leave the big thing that came out today for last? Sure. Okay. Do you want to do Indianapolis? Or you want to do GoFest first? Let's uh let's do GoFest. I'm sure that's what okay. people are here for. GoFest. Uh or as I don't I don't I don't think anyone else has mentioned it, but like I I would I sometimes like to call it GoFest yourself. <laughs> it's a bad that's a bad pun. Um Pokemon Go Fest 2022 preparation guide. PokemonGoHub.net posted this uh, today. Yep, actually, um, posted on uh, on on their website. Uh, tweeted about it, and that's how I found it. Um, super helpful as far as um, to to prepare yourself for the upcoming both remote Go Fest and in person Go Fest. Not just one, but two. If you are actually realistically four. If, if you're, you're a world traveler, if you're a go-getter, um, if you're a absolute mad lad, I'm sure there is quite a handful of people. I don't know how many, I don't know how many of our listeners <laughs> are those kinds of people. Um, good heavens! Um, but yes, um, at at least one go fest because it is remote. At most, two. If you have, you can get to two of them. Two. Or four, if you feel so inclined. Um, go fests. Uh, realistically, this is a preparation guide that applies to all of them um, because they all play. They play the same. The set dressing is different. the The core Pokemon is going to be different. So, um, HR. I think the theme is four different rotating habitats. Mm-hmm. And then each event's going to have different things in those habitats. Mm-hmm. Yes. So actually, I have the remote GoFest uh, information open here. I might sneeze. 
I did sneeze. Uh, this is the one for June, correct? The one for June, June fourth and June fifth. Holy cow, that's coming up. Eighteen days as of this recording. One. I don't know. I haven't bought my ticket yet. You um, should do it before they sell out. <laughs> <laughs> for the remote ones. Uh, no, they won't sell out for the remote ones. You don't have to worry. Um, <laughs> HR's wanting butt, butt, butt scratches. Come here. Butt scratches. I'll give you some scratch. Um, Come here. Uh, Pokemon Go Fest, day one, rotating habitats. We've talked about this before. Uh, you have city, plains, rainforest, tundra, uh, Uh, habitats. Um, they rotate. You should see them twice, I believe. That sounds right. Um, so you'll see each habitat twice if you play for the full duration of the event. Um, you'll see all of these spawns again the next day, um, but not in habitats. You will see them all at and once. Is this available for both ticket and non-ticket holders? I believe it is for ticket holders specifically. Um, I think the habitats on Saturday are happening, but there's for everyone, but there's certain spawns that only show up for ticket holders. There are certain spawns that you will only see via incense, and I believe that's where the ticket holders benefit. Benefit, yes. Um, uh, ticket holders can use incense to find rare spawns and boost their shiny odds, encounter shaman ver- via a customizable special research quest line. Excuse me. Um, participate in the Global Challenge Arena and progress their Elite Collector Medal. Um, let's see. Ticket bonuses. Let's see. The habitats are available globally to all trainers, not just ticket holders. Um, let's see. Any standouts as far as PvP? Um, I would say Alolan Grimer. Uh, trash Burmy when it comes to city. Um, I think that's probably it. Wild Galarian Weezing spawns, though. Too bad it doesn't have good moves. That could change. That's the one asterisk. The moveset can always change. It's yeah. stat-wise, though. Yeah, stat is, because it's been locked to raids. Um, Yeah, IV spread because it's been locked to raids. And its overall stat product is supposed to be very good. Yeah, it's defensively uh, weighted. And it's a poison fairy? Yep. Poison fairy, which is a very unique typing. So Weak to ground, weak to steel, weak to psychic, and other poison. Uh, let's but see. incredibly useful against things like Azu. Yes. Um... Let's see. Uh, planes, your God, I, eh, I dribble. Drillber has a little bit. Um, Drillber's a good option. Shelmet's a good option. Shelmet, no. That's Cavalier. Mm. Or no, I'm thinking Carablast. Yeah. I'm sorry. Carablast is what you're looking for. Um, so Litleo. Honestly, I'd say Drillber and Litleo. Like, Unless roughly. you don't have a good Titar, Larvitar's not yes. a bad option to go for. Yeah. Same with Trap Inch. Um, you don't have it. Axew. Axie is the one you, you're looking for. You and I keep going, keep circling back to um, what's its move? Uh, third form, Haxorus 
what its moveset is like counter counter dragon tail counter dragon tail night slash dragon claw and then i want to say surf yeah that sounds right like an absolutely disgusting moveset so like this is some spicy pokemon this is a dragon type you want to get your hands on uh plus it's chinese debuting um rainforest you can never get enough mudkip seriously same with slack off um slack off uh binnacle and Skrelp uh for more unique metas um and then panchim is uh finally spawning in the wild yep Cara- there's carablast in the rainforest if you need yes. a good escavalier yep escavalier is a pretty solid type um panchim's dark fighting it's a worse crafty <sighs> yeah uh, the benefit is you can get it at a lower level where your 12k eggs kind of ruin that for you. Yeah. Um, so you can get it for... Great League, potentially. What is its evolution? Pangoro. Pangoro. Um, that's the one where you have to catch a certain amount of dark type. Well, it's your buddy. Not hard. Not crazy. I want to say it's something like 23 or 13. Seems, seems reasonable. Um, thankfully, Rockets... It feels like the wherever there is light, there's also shadow rockets are pretty common. So, yeah. Um, not impossible. Um, and then Tundra, your ice. Uh, get those meditates. Um, if you don't already have a metacham, do it. Um, Sphiel, it's not going away. <laughs> it's never going away. Um... Bergmite, if the initial ice type event, uh, if you didn't get a good Avalog, Avalog, um, Avalog has a little bit of play here and there. Um, Galarian Darumaka and Galarian, its evolution, Galarian Darminitan, uh, was ice psychic. Uh, that sounds right. Uh, when it gets Zen form, I it's think supposed it's to Zen be, form. It's ice psychic. Yeah, it's supposed to be like really good, but we haven't had that form change yet. I don't know when we're gonna get it. Yeah, even in the main series games, those are a problem. Yeah, I, I, it's a weird one. Um, but it's supposed to be good. So, um, for for future uh, safekeeping, um, find yourself a good one. Um, also has a shiny out. Yes, it's greenish, a hint of green. Um. Some new shinies. Uh Shroomish, Nummel, uh Carablast and Shelmet, and then Axew. Um let's see. Do the stuff things. Shaman, special research. Um Base form Shaman is the reward mythical. Yes. Quadruped. For the ticket holders. Actually they're both quadrupeds. I take that back. It's just grass. It becomes grass flying and it's adventure form or something something like that um yeah exclusive incense spawns available to ticket holders on top of globally available rotating habitats so i don't know ah interesting so stupid some of the things that are spawning normally are spawning exclusively in 
exclusively for ticket holders. Yes. Looks like you scrolled by. It looks like Axie is one of them. Yes. I don't quite. Pokemon Go Hub's description here is maybe a little confusing as far as it shows. Un... It shows Axie and Pan... uh, a couple of these included in the normal spawns anyway. And then says later on that they're exclusive incense spawns for ticket holders only. So I don't quite know what the deal is here. They might be spawning in the wild outside of incense for everyone, mm -hmm. just very rarely. Yeah. But you might have an increased chance if you're a ticket holder with an incense. They will be spawning on incense versus an incense that doesn't have a, a ticket or somebody that doesn't have a ticket is using an incense will not find these. Correct. Um, you will have to rely on finding them in the wild if you are not using a ticket. Yeah. So uh, planes, you will get Torkoal and Axew, uh, Rainforest, Tropius, and Pancham. Um, and then Tundra, Mr. Mime, Galarian, uh, and Galarian Dodramaka. Um, so you'll actually get some regionals here. Yeah, the two regionals being Torkoal and Tropius. Torkoal, Tropius, and Mr. Mime, Galarian. You're right. It? You're right. You could pay to get that from a previous event, but it was. Well, I don't think it's event. even a regional. Mr. Mime is a regional. Galarian, Mr. Mime is not a regional? No. That's just been an event paywalled Pokemon. Let me see if I can see if this has a link. Uh, it's not been in raids. It's been in event researches. Um, huh. Yeah, this doesn't say any details as far as spawns or anything. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, where was I going with spawns and stuff? I don't know. Um, I, I would say this re is required reading as far as the Pokemon Go Hub, the Go Fest preparation. Um, I read through most, if not all of us, and I don't remember if I got to the end of it. Um, but it's basically manage your items, manage your box space. Be like they've said, they say multiple times, be brutal with your box space. Like, unless you're willing to shell out, yeah, and expand your box space, or it's already expanded. Um, so the key notes on this page which items to bring to GoFest mm -hmm. make a shiny checklist, Pokemon storage space, batteries, chargers, and phones, suitable clothing for GoFest, food and drink. Last-minute preparations, general tips and tricks, mega evolutions, and reminders for ticket holders. I did not finish reading it because I didn't get to mega. It's basically what I've been telling everybody since we've got megas. If there's something that you're going to go catch for specifically, use a mega. I did like the uh, general tips and tricks section I was looking. No. A um, couple of things they say. Learn the quick catch method if your goal is just to catch everything. We've talked about it before. Um, there are links to showcase how to do that if you are unfamiliar with what the quick catch method is. Another nifty tip is if you are just shiny checking Pokemon, when you are near a cluster, if you click on the Pokemon, it turns to face you. So that way you can tell which ones you've already checked if you're just running from them. And then... Uh, prioritize things like incense spawns over regular because they have a much shorter time duration 
than Pokemon that are just there on the map. Same with the lures. Kind of prioritize those if you can. It's a little bit harder to tell which ones are lures, which ones are wild spawns, though. So just if it's on the ring, just assume it's a in the Pokestop ring, assume it's a lure spawn. Sorry. But overall, a good uh, guide. Uh, some of the recommended catches, Unknown's BGUO, along with Tropius, Torx, Torkoal, and Axew. Glaring Mime, Weezing, and Darumaka, Clink, and Pancham will also be appearing in the wild for the first time. So all this information that you could need to know in this guide, thankfully, from Pokemon Go Hubnet. Galeria Darumaka has spawned in the wild before. Very lightly. Okay. I want to say it showed up in an event previously. So, uh, The rest of them have not. The rest of them have either been raids or event. Um, raids. Uh, raids. Yeah, definitely a good overall thing that I will be pushing for probably the next couple of weeks, maybe once a day a week, just for people to read it. Because they do go over a lot of the stuff that I can guarantee you I'm going to go into our local chat and we'll have 50 people asking me the same question. So I will just throw this guide at them. I think the only thing that this guide won't tell them is where to play. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it's it's going to depend as far as if you want. So d day one is spawns. Um, and, and they've phrased that you can change if you want PvP, if you want catching. Oh, yes, the enhanced ticket or whatever. Or no, the go fix the go fest experience. The the re, yeah the research you can change what your focus is. Um, now no one really knows what that means, what the rewards are. If that then removes like additional battles from your uh, from your overworld, what what have you? Um, yeah, because we haven't been getting too much details on that yet. No, um, I don't know how soon beforehand we'll have like data mined information as far as if uh rewards are any different or anything yeah i don't think they would be usually they'll do it once it gets to apac and it'll go up within an hour that's that's still window 10 I mean, 12 hours for, for us for us that's a, a ways but um that's not ideal as far as planning right. ahead um, and figuring out what you're going to do I would say if you're someone that can go out somewhere. So, like, for us locally, we have a couple major cities that we can go to. We also have just locally we can hang out. Um, we'll see what we end up wanting to do with the group. But I think overall, if you can go out and you're somewhere that you can go places, take the opportunity to go meet some new people. It is always awkward to go out into somewhere you're not familiar with. Like, for us, I think maybe going out to, like, Kirkland, it would be a little awkward, but we know people there. Mm -hmm. But we know people when we've been there for community days previously, right? Um, if we do Kirkland Juanita, um, I think it's Juanita. I think their big one's Big Fin Hill Park. Which one's that one? It's a little bit more north of where Juanita. Okay, but it's like a big park, like cro uh, Crossroads. Um, we've done Ren before. We're not Red, uh, Redmond. We've done Redmond before. Yeah, Marymore is always great. Marymore is great. Downtown Redmond was. What were we down there? Mudkip. For. You were down there for the rerun of Mudkip. Right, the rerun Mudkip event, which I think. 
was pretty good. The mall. Yeah. yeah. I honestly, I think there and part of that downtown Redmond works well. Yeah. Especially uh, that nice new open space they got there right in the middle. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a reasonable, um, it could be a little denser with stops right there, but I think the surrounding area is pretty solid. Um, like we have options we've done. Let's see. I'm trying to think <laughs> where have we played community day. Well, not just community. I'm more thinking of the, the big events we've done remote. Um, the Johto tour we did in crossroads, which I think works, but the downside is, uh, once you hit all of your, all of the stops there, you have to go outside of, yeah. uh, hopefully it's not raining. And also, uh, that mall has, basically disabled some functionality like contacted niantic and had some functionality disabled within the stops on that location anything that causes um, people to stop and sit there for a minute such as rocket battles or gyms have been removed from the premises yeah um so that's a bit of a bummer i do like the location it's super central there's plenty of seating there's plenty of food options uh there's a park anem- within anemones is that the right word? Amenities. Amenities. You did the the Finding Nemo. Anemenemenemies. <laughs> Adorable. Um, um, Finding Nemo 3. Finding Marlin. Um, all three of them are lost. Um, uh, or it's uh, Marlin's midlife crisis. <laughs> Marlin finds himself. Um um where am i going try um, to find a park that's open and good yeah i i imagine most people have a general idea as far as where they want to play um or what's best to play yeah uh, day one again it's catches uh it spawns uh you'll have raids there might be some that are going to be better than others but it's not going to be the raid extravaganza that sunday is going to be yeah sunday is the raid day um, on the note though, if you are looking for a place to play, Sylph Road has a map of communities that are hosting events. Oh, for the GoFest? For both community days and for GoFest now. That is cool. We are hosting a Geodude community meetup. We are? Yes. Battle Science? Yes. Oh, where is that? They can do it from anywhere. It's just I've enabled us to be able to check people and if they want to get the badge. Oh, I see. But um, once we know where we want to go, I could say just hang out in the valley. That's this weekend, right? Yes, that's Saturday. And you're working? Don't know yet. Oh, fun. <laughs> okay. If I do, I'm off at 10, regardless of what they say. Ah, yep. <laughs> right at... Or wait, is it... Starts at 11. Right, okay. So yeah, if it, if you are working, then we'll stay... I imagine we'll stay local. It's just catch all that you can. Catch all the Jude and then trade them for free evolutions. Yes. But yes, if you want to get a cool Silf Road badge for your trainer profile card on Silf Road, jump in our Discord and we can check you in. If you can't make it in person, if you can make it in person, come give us a physical handshake or just a you know elbow bump, whatever the kids are doing nowadays. Those sick custom handshakes that the NBA players are doing. And you can get a check-in, get a cool little Alolan Golem badge, shiny Alolan Golem badge. And then I think once we learn more about the GoFest meetups, we'll have that. But again, if you go to sylphroad.com, 
They have a meetup map tab on the bottom. Sylph Dash Road. Sorry, Sylph Dash Road. Yep, I've gone to sylphroad.com and it's like... Something completely different? It uh, it redirects you somewhere else. Okay. Let me pull up the exact. Because it might even be .net. Uh, Sylph Road. No, com. I was incorrect. Okay. TheSylphRoad.com. But yes, they have a nice little... Uh, Along with the all of their awesome guides that they do for hatches, how many all your raid boss tools and what your encounter rewards are for uh, research when you complete. If you've never been to their website, go check it out. It's really awesome. They've been around since the beginning of Pokemon Go and probably one of the best free resources that you can use to get information about the game. Um, let's see. Prioritize Pokeballs. Prioritize Pokeballs. Clear out your box. I need to clear out my box. <laughs> I really need to clear out Get my box. Get rid of your berries because you know you're not going to use them and you'll pick up more. Yes. Um, Pokeballs, if you're fast, fast catching, you want as many as possible. If you're using a uh, catch assistant, uh, remember that it will default to Pokeballs only, um, which means you'll want to stock up like doubly on Pokeballs. Um, and then use great and ultras yeah if you're like me and you fast catch everything and you like to not use your uh go plus i prefer great balls because i can quickly throw those and they have a little bit higher of a success rate and you tend to get those what is it the pokeball is i don't care i'm just gonna try and catch it great ball i kind of care ultra ball i need it I wonder if in part the uh, Alola to Alola event is going to be similar to the um, Ball Guy event, the ball Pokeball Rally. Where they give us some items for the event. I hope so. I mean, I haven't been hurting. Yeah, the I mean, the Spotlight Hour wasn't all that crazy. I just imagine I'm probably going to go absolute ham on You know what you day. could do? What? Open gifts. <sighs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I guess I could do that. That's a thing. That's a you thing get twenty a day, and if there's five Pokeballs a gift, how much is that, Stephen? That's a hundred Pokeballs a day. I was gonna say twelve. Uh, uh, prepare yourselves. Just prepare. Is your body Reggie? Prepare. Uh, but the thing, thing number two. It happened between podcast episodes, I think, right? Sounds right. Since I started work, my brain is now operating on other weird stuff. My ugh, good time things. Uh, the Pokemon Go tournament from the 2022 Pokemon Indianapolis Regionals uh, happened. Uh, goodness, let's see. This was streamed live on May 8th, so week and a half ago week and change a week and change uh if you're listening to the audio version of this it's two weeks um he did it again jesse he did it again yes king came back in a losers from the losers bracket one did they do best of five in the invitational 
I stopped watching after I didn't get a chance to watch the most of it on Sunday. Not this one, the the original PvP tournament that they did? I don't remember. Okay. I think they did best of five. So he came back in two separate tournaments. Came back. I, I am calling him the Comeback King and spelled K-E-I-N-G. Because, um, boy, howdy, he's starting to make a habit of it. Uh, oh, what is what's my... I'm trying to remember my turn of phrase. It's um, once is an anomaly, twice is uh something, three times is a pattern. Um, he's done it twice now. If he does it a third time, Brett's got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you, you need to not lose. I mean, or you do need to lose to win. To win. Um. stacked competition yeah it was crazy i mean i remember we woke up made breakfast hung out for the first day first day was crazy Mm -hmm. some of those battles got really intense really quick let me see if they have the um what's it called bracket linked here if anything you can jump in the live feed and check it they don't oh discord it was posted in discord thanks to spoiler right spoiler posted in discord sweet general chat general cool Gonna go find it. He's hydrating. Watch yourself. Watch out, everybody. Jesse's hydrated. Moist. Uh, Io Marrow put up some fantastic battles. Um, let's see. That is the final stage. We're gonna go group stage. See if any other names. Uh, stand out, Mister Doctor Pants. Um. Uh, Sonomor Sono Roman. Butchering that name, Spanish player, highly ranked, very highly ranked. Um, went over to Indianapolis and participated. Um, put up some. Uh, crazy put up battles. some crazy battles. Um, I think the king of spice though was Gandalf the Yellow. Yes, yes. The surfetched boss plays. The surfetched was a excellent choice. The um, surfetched Azu and uh, Talonflame. The fifty percent buff chance on Night Slash felt like it was a little higher for him <laughs> in this tournament. Um, it was. Impressive. He is a wizard. Yeah. Um, Bergie Vergs here. Uh, Crimson see. also went really far. Semis with King, I think. Uh, Dunebug was here. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> Who was the other? Who was the other person that he played that was also on Mazer? And I don't remember who it was. Um, was it Party Marty? Was Maybe pa- Party Marty also on on Mazer Gaming's team uh rise to occasion um kaiser tenor um i don't know if that's still kaiser niner or not um i couldn't tell you yeah crimson k19 was here um yeah there was some great plays here um 
And of course, with a double elimination group stage, we only saw a small fraction of the the, the players and a small fra- fraction of the teams. What was it? Swap City or CMP City? I don't remember. Probably Swap I, Swap City. There were some. There were some like great third shield scenarios, especially King. King loved to keep like two HP on a Pokemon in the back for like third shield scenarios. And in most cases, he never needed it. And it's like, okay. Just flexing he could. He just It's like, I, he, he's got it. He's got the resource. But that's that's just good strategic play. You have Some options. Absolutely mind-boggling like counting of fast moves and energy and knowing when a Pokemon is like just about to faint and being able to swap out there. Um, just plays on everybody's part. Absolutely wild. So... Um, the one downside is challenge. Like you'll see the whole bracket. You don't know what the teams are. I wish I could see teams of six here. I'm sure they have vods of the tournament. Right, but again, you only see a fraction of the amount of of the players. True. You don't get to see everybody play. Um, they don't stream. The the you they only have a a video on demand of the thing that they streamed. So that's true. Unless I can click on a name, and it shows more information. No, it does not. It does not. That is a bummer. Um, Great job to the shoutcasters yes. and to everybody on the tech side. Yes, I believe. Let's see. So Speediest and 2-0 Butters, I think, reprised shoutcasting roles. Uh, Wholesome and DeFi, yep. I think, were the two new shoutcasters. Um, both great additions. Um, I think Play Pokemon has chosen fantastic representatives yeah fantastic representatives fantastic shout casters um who have both uh been able to talk about the games as they're being played but also break down some of the core mechanics because pokemon go is on this big stage for the first time um this competitive cycle um they've broken down some of the the core mechanics um explained some of the things that you know would are more beginner friendly um, yeah, they did. Go. They did simplify a lot of stuff, but made it very easily and very approachable. A lot of people that were just coming in seeing Pokemon Go PvP played at this level came in going, "Okay, Umbreon was definitely a good takeaway. I should build an Umbreon, Umbreon. Mm-hmm. or Defense Deoxys next time it comes around. I should make an effort to get one of these." Uh, Azumarill all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know they're able to. I would say new pl- both new players and current players are able to appreciate the way it was presented. Yes, um, exactly. Um, and as previously, the the visuals for the stream in general is also pretty pretty darn crispy. So um, I will say big props to to um, that Play whole Pokemon and their team. Yeah, yeah, they're they've done fantastic jobs. I haven't watched. What I what I really should do, having no knowledge of what the TCG is like, is try watching the TCG like day one tournament and see if I get anywhere near the amount of um do I get that same feedback as Someone I don't know has, anything. Right. I don't know anything about how the TCG is played. Are you guys explaining some of the rules as you go through some of the streams? Right. Um the VGC, having played the games, I have a bit more knowledge. The like metas of the vgc i'm gonna have no absolutely no idea about but i mean i think that one might be a rules. little bit more complicated of the three though yeah the vgc <laughs> um 
But the TCG, I think, is something that might be a little more interesting as far as uh, breaking that down. And I think the TGCs play a lot like Magic in the sense that they're thematic. The decks are built to do something or power up one thing or have a concept that they sort of, yeah, a lot like Magic. Like we build mill decks, we build infect decks, we mm -hmm. build uh, walls. aggro walls. Yeah. yeah. All these terms that other people might not know. Something similar in VGC or in the TCG, I imagine. Yeah. Um, I tap all my mana and remove my hat. Or actually, no, in the case of Pokemon, it'd be I tap all my mana and turn my hat backwards. <laughs> Look at me being all cheap. I think they call it energy in TCG. Yes, I believe so too. I believe you are correct. Um, also, fun fact, I don't know if you noticed, you saw in the chat there, the Pokemon Go TCG set, they are not selling in individual booster packs. They're only selling it in... Really? They're only selling it in ETBs, in the, like, box things with, like, big cards and packs. Um, they might be... From what I could see, someone has a booster box from Japan that they're selling it potentially in booster packs, but it only in Japan and not North America. That might be because the North American uh, card craze is a little bit bigger. And they can really? ups they can potentially upsell the like the themes, the, the sets. ET, ET the the um, elite trainer boxes, all that other stuff. Um also the By starving us of boosters. <laughs> yeah, or something. I have no idea. It also might be something that the Pokemon Go might not be um play Pokemon certified. Okay. That set might be excluded from the meta. I don't know. I remember talking uh, with some, I think it was Winston in our Discord, saying that even the uh, TCG players are excited for this set because it brings in people like you that are interested now in learning the TCG. Yeah. It targets a specific audience that for people like me that just want to collect specific cards. And then it also uh, could shake up the meta if it is allowed, if certain cards are allowed in. Yeah. Um, that last part, I have absolutely no idea, but I do know that, um, the Pokemon center has the, I believe ETB, the ETB plus, which is exclusive to the Pokemon center, which has more packs or it is bigger. Um, and then the shiny EV, what do they call it? Shimmering EV, I think is what yeah. it is. Uh, big card set is available for pre-order on the, the Pokemon Center. Um, the Shining Eevee starts at 40. The ETB Plus is 60. I'm not against it, but also my first paycheck is Friday, so... We'll see. Um, I'll have to see what's on the... Actually, you know what? I'll just see what's on the credit card. The credit card I can pay back later. Um, chat, tell me not to do it. Tell me no. <laughs> you can tell me yes. Um, I think that's it for that. Do you want to? We're getting into the big news. Yes, bigish news. Bigish news. Yeah. The big squish news. Niantic sponsors the Silk Road. Yes, you heard me right. 
Niantic is excited to announce our new sponsorship of the Silk Road, a grassroots network of trainers whose communities span the globe. This was posted May 17th, 2022, so earlier today as we're recording this, at approximately 3.20 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Weird timing, but okay. Um, well, they had to get the other announcement out of the way about being able to buy ticket events for your friends. Yeah, I guess. This isn't even on the Pokemon blog. This is the Niantic blog. Yes. Um, this is like Niantic support blog. So realistically, if somebody else hadn't seen it and shared it, no one would know. No but one everyone would know. made a big deal out of this yes. because this is something from the beginning of the game we have wanted to see. This is at least a medium-sized deal. At the very very least. And some of you may be going, what's the Silf Road? But if you're listening to us by now, I would hope you know. We talked about it earlier. <laughs> it has. Uh, so the Silf Road, if you are unfamiliar, is the Silf, the Silf Road.com. That is uh, the S-I-L-P-H. If you haven't played the original games, you wouldn't know what Silf is. Um, it is a reference to the video games. Uh, so the Silf Road.com. Uh, you can find your shiny rates, your GBL rewards, your raids, your uh, raids. Actually, with fun, uh, more information as to, I think, potentially movesets, how easy it is as far as the number of players you have, um, etc. Um, your tasks, so what tasks both uh, per season as well as per event, um, and what rewards there are for them as far as uh, Pokemon uh, Pokemon rewards for research, um, your rocket team compositions, uh, a nest atlas that no one uses anymore. Um, but maybe we'll see more people use it. Fingers crossed. Um, I mean, I'm still reporting. If you don't know what nests are, it's usually a park or other... Um, Dark green area on your map. Per spe- specific geographic location where a specific species of Pokemon spawns more frequently for a two-week period that some might be sometimes there's rules that don't apply here because niantic changes the game midweek or mid cycle sometimes they rotate the nests even outside of the two-week cycle but why don't you go ahead and click on it real quick um asterisk the nest uh nesting pokemon is a subset of all available pokemon outside of 10 12k spawns and the other thing to note, where is it putting me? Harrisburg. Interesting. I'm going to go to Seattle. I'm going to go to Green Lake. Um, um, who knows, actually, if Green Lake is even updated now that I say that. It should be. Um, am I in the right spot? Is that Green Lake? No. no. That's another park. So as Steven's looking at the map, somewhere on that screen there, I think it's the bottom, one of the corners. It should say how much time is left until the next migration. I think it's the top right there. Yep, seven days, 20 hours, 32 minutes. As of this recording, so yes. we have a week. Where is Green Lake? It's right there. There it is. It's above. Green Lake is a mill tank nest confirmed. Um, So the list of nest po- nesting Pokemon is different than what the event Pokemon are. So we had a nest during the very beginning of the water event and the previous event, which was what, the flying event? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a Litleo nest. So not related to either of those events. Still had a nest with 
increased spawns of Litleo uh, along the walking trail. So um, let's see. Currently, we have a ladybug nest at one of our parks, a Tepig. Tepig at the other. Tepig. And then the Litleo nest became a Snivy. Yes. Two out of the three black and white starters. Uh, yeah, version starters. So if you're unfamiliar with the nest, it is a way for you to communicate with other players that, hey, I went to this park. This Pokemon looked different than everything else inside the event that was going on. I can report this and be like, I was here for a half hour and caught X amount of, let's say if Steven and I went to the Ladybug nest tonight, I think we saw maybe 10 to 15 in our 20-minute walk through the park. So you can go to the Silk Road Nest Atlas, find the location. Uh, if you scroll back up to the top there, Steven, cancel out and return to map. There are little drop-down uh, options you can choose from. Since not many people use the maps that much anymore, you might want to checkbox all of those criterias, even the one that says outdated. If you still don't see anybody ever reporting a nest wherever you're trying to report, there is an option to add a new nest marker. But you can go in there, say I found this many Pokemon, this Pokemon, this species of Pokemon within this amount of time, I found X amount. And then other people can go to this map and see it as well as a shared community map. And let's say, even though Steven and myself don't particularly care for Snivy or Tepig, there might be somebody that didn't play those community days and don't have the evolutions yet. They would then want to go to those nests and collect those Pokemon. Are there no nests in Issaquah? What do you mean? It's not showing any points. Uh, close out that window again. Scroll in a little bit. A little bit more. Keep going. Did you check outdated? No, because why would I look at outdated information? That's why. Okay. That just means people aren't reporting them. Nice. That's right. The Issaquah community is uh, not good at actually. Well, they all share it in their Discord. Uh, Like, I can go tell you right now what they have reported. Jerks. Uh, But I can see the lookout. So, Quarry Point Park is a Pikachu nest. You reported seven Pikachu in 30 minutes on May 14th. You know that Green Lake? 10 mil tank in 15 minutes. Yeah. A whole lot of mil tank. You know what the lookout is right now that I haven't bothered to report? What? Surskit. This right now? Yes. Oh, are you sure? Because the event is spawning a whole lot of Surskit. There was more than I want to ever catch. (laughs) It's too bad they can't be shiny yet. That is a disappointment. Also, take a look at how many migrations there's been and how little we've updated. I've also just not reported things that are interest not interesting. Uh, let's see. So one person did the 16th. One, two, three. Is it all me? Uh, most. <laughs> Mostly. There's There's two other people that have done it. You've done it, I think, five times live submission so hold on i want to species is there a vulpix yeah but it's not going to show any right now probably (sighs) 
so all those ones that are still there are ones that have been Vulpix. No nests found. Atkins has been confirmed. I'm sad. I miss Vulpix. Uh, but anyways, self-road. Self-road. Nifty little features. Uh, when when used with more of the community, uh, can be great helps. Um, today's news. League maps. So if you are looking for uh, the sylph.gg, the sylph league tournaments, the league map will also help you find those. Um, oh, goodness. It Look at that disparity in the Midwest. <laughs> Sorry, Midwest. Oh. The Pack NW. Um, Billings, Montana. Anything? Hey! Billings. Pokemon Go Billings MT. Uh, they exist. It's a thing. That's cool. Um, is us? Is us here? Yeah, look at us. Look at us. Read that description. Battle Science is a Discord chat server with 117 members. Community has hosted several local self. Uh, that that's it. The community photos you've submitted have not showed up here. I know. I wonder if it's because they're doing a transition period right now. Wouldn't surprise me. There's so many in Seattle. It's wild. Bye, dog. Bye, dog. Um. Yes, there is a whole lot of awesome things here on the Silk Road. Um, let me go back to the article. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think you finished the article. No, I did not. Uh, the Silk Road has acted as a hub for Pokemon Go players to connect with each other, find local communities, and participate in meetups and tournaments since the game's beginning. We recognize the incredible contributions they've made to countless communities, so we are thrilled to partner with them to help reconnect local communities as we shift focus to IRL play. Here's how the sponsorship will benefit our players, ensuring that Silf Road stays ad-free. While the Silf Road is sponsored by Niantic, you'll never have to worry about third-party ads on their websites, including Silf.gg and TheSilfRoad.com. This is both the general assistant to Pokemon Go and the competitive website, or the, the website for the competitive arm of the Silf Road. Um... Development of new ways to connect players to Niantic and each other. We're creating new ways for players to meet, play, and talk to each other to help reconnect local communities and create avenues for Niantic to support them. Um, it's kind of vague, but we have a friend chat as well as a if you're online marker and other stuff. Um, there's a chance we see some sort of link between your self trainer card and your Pokemon uh, Go account. Pokemon Go account. Um, Wouldn't that be nice to have that card in game? Your self trainer card in game so people can quickly look at your. It would be cool. Um, it would be cool. I, I don't know. Ooh, or like community badges on the map in game. Yeah, if you were able to like send a gift to somebody with a sticker and then it would be like, oh yeah, here's your badge for X Community Day. That would be cool. Uh, let's see. A new community ambassador program. 
created and maintained by Niantic, will be working with Silk Road to launch a brand new program that provides perks and rewards for active communities and their leaders who run in-person events. Keep your eyes peeled for more news on this program and how you can join. Um, again, kind of generic. Might be cool. Might be weird. We'll just kind of I wonder if it'll see. tie into the thing they did with like build your own community Pokestop. Oh, with um, Pro- Pokemon Professor yeah. Network, that the podcast crew that might because they did New Jersey stuff and brought in people. Yeah, I could see that making a whole like a whole heck of a lot of sense. So, yeah. Uh, we know that thriving communities are the backbone of our game, and we're excited to partner with Sylph and their years of community support to reignite in-person gameplay. Um, I think this is a, at the very least, a nod to all that the Sylph Road has done for the Pokemon Go community. Um, and then on top of that, what the Sylph League has done for PvP. Um and really really They've keeping been... a, a a large portion of this community interested in the game for a very long time. Um for free. Yeah. Um they they've I don't think they've done any fundraising. I don't think they've done any they've they've just operated yeah they've just done a thing it's it's community run between the self road and the self league Um, and i can't think of a time that we've never had an issue looking up any information we ever needed to know every once in a while uh the website's slow but that's every website the traffic especially um, during like big tournaments people constantly trying to get to oh the yeah info. the self self league website has gone down <laughs> several times oh uh, man. during big tournaments um <laughs> god it's it's been a while thank you for that reminder those are always those are fun um uh, i can't imagine their server side ad yeah because we crashed it at portland like three or four times yeah all of those big tournaments will crash it because uh, it's not only us at the tournament looking at it. If they're it's Twitch streaming it and from, you, um, you know, exclamation point bracket. And oh, here's the link for the bracket. Everybody click on clicks it. on it. Yeah. <laughs> An inadvertent DDoS attack. Um, um, or yeah. Wild. Um, and then, like, when an event just comes out, like, there might not be as much information or specifically, like, hatch rates, hatch percentages. Yes. Uh, because that's community um, community pooled. That's community information. They have their own group um, of field researchers. That information can take some time. But that information They're the most accurate out. numbers that we can get yeah. because it's information that we have to find out ourselves. Yeah, the per- the exact percentages are something that we just have to estimate with field data. So. And they have been a free resource of combining all that information for us yeah. for the last five years. Um, I can see no other organization um, resource or, or anything 
that deserves official recognition more as much as they do yeah as more than um the silk road and the silk league so um i mean they are one of the reasons why we're here um i'm curious to see more details as far as what this means as far as that partnership at the very least you won't see ads on the two websites yeah so that's cool um actually i don't know if it's actually gone live yet i'm gonna look for ads show me an ad i dare you uh you're not running ad block are you no i don't have it i don't i don't know how to do that it's the one thing that's prevented me from running an ad block is i don't know how to put that on i'm not seeing any uh sulfurina it might already be live then again i don't remember where they would put ads usually on the sides their banners like with pv poke so yeah maybe they are maybe they have already been removed which is awesome tasks yeah wow that's nice they might already be removed because normally they're, they're on like, the sides like banners they're on the sides or they're below so yeah that's that's might already be done cool um yeah it, it, this is just from the announcement, seems like it's kind of a big deal. Um, but we'll have to wait and see what all integrations there are. Um, this, As I was telling Jesse before, um, limit your expectations. This is more of a, uh, a... This is what they call a sponsorship. More of a partnership uh, communication. Um, I imagine it's more like their affiliated content creators where they'll give you know bits of information... Um, ahead of time so that they can be prepared for um, like an embargo where they can release information at a set time. They'll know information ahead of time, but they can release that information or whatever particular information at a particular time for the public. Um, Basically be able to coincide with the official announcements. Exactly. Um, so that we're not only looking at PokemonGoLive.com for blog posts, or a push notification in game, you can find it at the Silk Road. You can find it on videos from partnered content creators, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, I honestly think this is something that should have happened a long time ago. This is something that we would always talk about, saying, you know, the Silk Arena, the Silk, yeah, the Silk Silk Arena, and GBL were two separate en entities that wouldn't necessarily work together. I mean, that's not something that will happen moving forward, but knowing that they are both working together more or less is a big step in the right way. Um, yes, it's, I, and I, I don't want to say it's one particular person, but they did just hire their new, uh, community manager. Mm -hmm. Um, who from the interview with Trainer Tip seems to have a great handle on what we'd all like to see. <laughs> what we would all like to see as a player of the game previous to a being a Niantic employee. Um, I don't want to say it's just them. I'm sure there's an entire team that's working Correct, on this yeah. kind of stuff. Um, and I imagine there's, I mean, it could have been anyone there at Niantic that was like, hey, maybe we should do this, or a content creator that's partnered with them in any of their sit-down 
conversations. Be like, hey, these guys. Hey, these guys are great. You do know that, like, you put out a game that's not even at 1.0, and these guys (laughs) kind of, like. Support it. Put the game on their back and allowed a community to thrive where we would have struggled for a very long time. Yeah. Another example of this I could think of would be PV poke. We would, I, it would be, a I would t- be terrified to see the wild west <laughs> of tumbleweed sh- of what PVP looks like without something like PV poke. <laughs> um, maybe they're next. <laughs> I mean, maybe, I don't know. Uh, them or go stadium. Yeah, I I know PV Poke I think is operating off of a Patreon potentially. Um Dog, you know I love you, but I I'm I'm in the middle of stuff. Um I will pet you and I will walk you and I will love you in about 15 or 20 minutes. Um Yeah, I, 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 I will reserve full judgment until we see more of what they're looking to do back and forth. Right. Um, but seeing a little bit more official capacity um, communication between the two right. um, is huge. So he's patient. I know. Don't let him jump on you, though. The small wag. Um, I think that's it. You want to wrap up with a community question? Yes, let's go over the community, the previous community question. Let me hit button. Um, we're actually running not a full two hours like we normally do, but not all that much shorter. So. Um, our community question from last episode was, if you could pick, uh, nope, I take that back. That's not right. Um, it's under the Charizard. What are your thoughts slash opinions on the mega rework? Are you enjoying it? Is it better or is it still blah? I honestly think everyone gives it at least one, if not two thumbs up. Um, between the other chats and Twitter, I think we've got five or six thumbs up or people that said they like it. But I think as always, our discord peeps are the best insight for how, how we operate between I'm going to simplify it because Jamar and Winston basically say the same things. They weren't doing megas before and they are now <laughs> they themselves. They, they, yeah, they themselves, um, Jmar says, I'm actually utilizing and preparing my Megas for future grinds to have that extra XL drop. Um, and Winston says, within the first week or so of that event, uh, I've already evolved more things in the last week than I had in the previous year. I didn't even do Mega Raids uh, ever before uh, after the initial wave and wanting to Mega the Kanto starters. Um, so it's definitely made me more interested in that. Not needing a group of five to six to beat a boss is nice too. Um, yeah, it's it's legitimately usable. Yes, uh, I'm. 
I don't want to say that the game needs to move away from these group activities because they really want like the raids and stuff to like come together. Um, and I think, I think honestly, I think the mega Latios, mega Latios kind of showcase some of that within our group, as far as like the community still willing to kind of get together. Um, but we've got a long way to go before we go back to like the first, you know, two, three years um, of the game. Uh, and, and that kind of community cooperation. Um, I think the biggest argument to be made here is people still saying, you know, I imagine this will change when they do inevitably raise the price back up on remote raid passes, like they have stated they are going to do. Or if they remove them altogether. I don't think they'll remove them altogether. I think they'll make them double the price they are now, 200 a pass. They had them at 200 a pass before? No, but they initially said that that's something that they were going to do after the pandemic. Mm. But the argument right now currently is why would I join remote or why should I not join remote when I could save that in gas money? For some people like us in rural areas that actually have to drive a quarter of a mile to get from one raid to the next. Yeah. With how gas prices are and inflation and all this fun stuff right now, it's more incredibly beneficial to just remote pay a dollar mm -hmm. and you don't even have to go into your community you can play from wherever the uh huh. pardon me the one downside is it's still a benefit season over season is the amount of damage you do as a remote participant in a raid but if you have 10 people willing to join every raid that makes up for it right Right, but if it like halves it, and depending right. on what the rate is, and they reset that that bonus, right, um, there is a chance that. Then I think that's when you start hearing people complain a little bit louder. Yeah. Um, also, if you're contributing less damage, but you have to pay double the price for the remote raid pass, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, know you're able to do more raids. Yeah, and I think that's the incentive with this season with them giving out two freely daily regular passes per day and i constantly find myself not even using them because i just can never get to a rate i want to do in time i maybe get to one a day it's they're looking for data yes they're looking for data for if, sure if if they give those raid passes how many people are using them um if they're if they're making it a better incentive to go do raids how many people are actually going and doing raids yeah i mean um, for me personally it's can I get to a gym either on my way home or during work that I can do in person versus getting invited remotely? Like for this cycle right now, I only care for Lapras and Tapafini. Uh -huh. With Tapafini, I have to actually have other people help me. With Lapras, I can do it myself. The unfortunate thing is, is Lapras is not a very common raid right now. It's cluttered with Ludicolo, Azumarill, and Feraligator. And I'm sorry, but no one wants those. Oh, and Alolan Raichu. Which is cool. It, it is. But, uh. So, yeah, I think the Megas I have been using, I try to Mega Evolve something every day. With the water event, I've been rotating between the different water ones to get the bonuses. 
if I were doing raid hour tomorrow, tomorrow would be my off day for a water and I would run something like a Venusaur to get the bonuses for the raid night. But I'm going to be busy, so. Mm. Um, Do you have an idea of a community question for this episode? Nope. Nothing? No. No, I'm not going to worry about it. Okay. It's a chill episode. Weird. It's a weirder episode. Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if uh, people start listening and kind of just veer off and either zone out or switch to something else. So, because it's it's a not not much not much podcast. So, <laughs> what was this title of this episode? I don't know. Uh Twitch title is later than normal Battle Science podcast. <laughs> because it was. We started at like 7:30 versus um six so yeah uh as far as the title of the podcast i could not tell you uh we'll think of something boy are we tired no mm. no i'll figure yeah I'll figure something out. uh i think that's it unless anyone has any questions from the twitch chat we are going to end it here. Uh, thank you all for listening. If you want to follow us on Twitter, uh, we are at battle underscore science. Um, you can go to the YouTube, youtube.com slash C slash battle science. All one phrase. Uh, no spaces, no characters there. Uh, you can email us at battlescience.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can join the Discord I would read the link, but you can find it in the description. It shouldn't have changed. If it has, again, reach out to me. Um, if the Discord link is broken, it has broken itself at least once, potentially twice before. Um, <laughs> I didn't I don't do mind it. Opening, <laughs> I, I don't mind uh, updating it. Um, it's just every once in a while when you generate the link for people to join, you can generate the a shareable link to only... All, um, be active for a certain period of time um normally i'm pretty good about making sure it doesn't expire if it's something i don't want it to expire yeah i i don't know what the the quirks are about it um recently it seems to be pretty solid and static so uh uh if you want to join a sylph league tournament for next month for the month of june uh we'll host one of those we are in the middle of firefly yep firefly cop um we have opinions uh we didn't talk about them here maybe we'll talk about them next either next month or in the b-sad um because i thought it would be good it's um hmm, less so to to keep it short and sweet um find us come say hi uh go fest in july we will be down in seattle um go fest remote we will be hanging out um doing stuff in our local area um if you are within our local area uh feel free to reach out uh, we currently don't have plans so um am i missing anything are you missing anything? Not that I can think of. Do you know where your children are? <laughs> I don't have any. 
<laughs> good. Uh, not necessarily good that you don't have any children, but that you know that you don't have to know where your children are because you don't have any. Parker, I love you. I am about to pet you, and we'll go on a walk here in a moment. But first, I have to say to all of you listening, thank you, and we will catch you out there on the battlefield. Bye. <laughs>